Pinna. I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right. You can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. Hi, my name is Adam Gitwitz. I'm an author. I'm also a storyteller. I like telling all kinds of stories, but I especially like telling grim fairy tales. You may think you know grim fairy tales, and you may think that they are sweet and boring. But listen, those tales you heard were the cute, happy, little kid bedtime versions of the grim tales. The original grim fairy tales aren't like that at all. They're weird, and sometimes gross, and often scary. In other words, they're grim. And I'm about to walk into a classroom and tell one of the original grim grim tales to a bunch of kids. Do you want to join me? Do you want to hear a grim fairy tale? Let me help you decide. On a scale of grim, grimmer, and grimmest, the story I'm going to tell today is grim. Some people die, but they come back to life, and then occasionally die again. So it's grim, and it is weird. If I get to a part of the story and you start to feel scared or uncomfortable, this is what you could do you could turn down the volume and count to five, then turn the volume back up. If it still seems like a part you don't want to hear, just turn the volume down and count to five again. You know how much weird and gross and scary you're ready for. You know what you need. Okay, I'm at the classroom door now. There are kids inside, waiting to hear a grim fairy tale. So, are you coming in? Grim, Grimmer, Grimmest. 
Next story. The Three Snake Leaves. Once upon a time, there was a boy who lived with his father and mother, and so many brothers and sisters that even their parents had lost count. Well, they couldn't afford to feed all these children, nor did they have the time to pay much attention to them. So every night, the boy went to bed, hungrier and lonelier than the night before. How can you be lonely with so many brothers and sisters around? Is that something you understand? Yes. How? Because they're all big and they all, like, they all just play with each other. They're all mean and scary and they hate you. And they smell. So one day, the boy decided that no one would solve his problems but him, and that he would make a big change and see where that took him. So the boy announced that he was setting out into the world to make his fortune. No one really noticed. Off he went. Soon he came to a kingdom where there was a very beautiful princess whom no one would marry. No one would marry her because to marry her, you had to agree that if she died before you did, you would be buried alive with her. No one really wanted to take that chance. Would you do it? I'd marry them if they were about to die because, I mean, no. <laughs> that would if not work out. <laughs> if you were about to die. Yeah. I would sign it with my left hand because <laughs> Oh, that doesn't make it any better. Do you know that? Just be careful. If ever you sign a contract with your left hand, it's still binding, okay? All right, you need a lawyer. But the boy had no better prospects. So he went to the palace and asked for her hand in marriage. The princess was glad to finally have someone to marry. The king asked the boy, You know the terms? And the boy replied, I know the terms. I will gladly marry her. The princess was very happy. So they were married. And then, of course, she immediately died. The princess was buried in the royal tomb, a large underground chamber where all the kings and queens and princesses of the past lay. Spiderwebs dripped from the walls, and shadows flitted across the floor like ghosts. In the middle of the tomb, the princess was laid out on a bed of stone. The boy was put into the tomb with her, and given a single loaf of bread and a single jug of water, as well as a sword. Then the tomb was sealed. Why is there that rule anyway? Um, so in the original story, it's a great question. The reason is that the princess felt like if somebody wasn't willing to be buried alive with her when she died, then they didn't really love her enough. Oh. Which is pretty weird. Spoiled. You think she's spoiled? Yes. Leaving on a date. <laughs> Let's keep going. The boy tried to make the bread and water last as long as he could. But after a week, it was all gone and he was starving to death and dying of thirst. He was curled in a corner, certain that death would come any moment, when a snake slithered out of a hole in the wall. It was making its way toward the princess. The boy leapt to his feet, threw his sword, and sliced the snake into three pieces. A moment later, another snake came slithering out of the same hole with three leaves in its mouth. It approached the dead snake and placed a leaf on each cut, and the first snake miraculously healed, and they slithered away together, leaving the leaves behind. Question. If a snake is cut into three pieces, how many cuts are there? How many leaves do you need? Two. Right. That's true. The answer is two cuts, you only need two leaves. The Brothers Grimm were wonderful storytellers, but they were not very good at math. So they thought there were three leaves. So it's called the three snake leaves, and we're just going with that. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. 
Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Do you like to laugh? Ah, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you. And the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts. Well, the boy scooped up the three snake leaves. What worked for a snake might work for a princess, right? He put one leaf on each of the princess's eyes and one on her mouth. What do you think happened? She turned back alive. She came back to life. The boy banged on the door of the tomb, and they were let out. And a great celebration was held, and they were married all over again. And the boy was very happy. But the princess had changed. One day, they decided to go on a sea voyage to visit the poor boy's family and give them enough money to live on for the rest of their days and to feed every one of the boy's countless brothers and sisters. But on the voyage, the princess fell in love with the captain <laughs> of the ship. Oh, that's not good. And one night, as the boy slept, the princess and the sea captain crept into his room, grabbed him by his wrists and ankles, and threw him overboard. And he drowned. Yeah, Grim is right. Luckily, he had a faithful servant who has never been mentioned until this point in the story. The servant overheard the princess talking to the sea captain. The princess was saying, We will go back to my father, the king, and tell him that there was a storm at sea and that my husband was lost, but that you managed to save me. For your heroism, he will surely allow us to be married. When the servant heard this, he took a lifeboat and rowed until he found the boy's lifeless corpse floating in the water. He dragged him into the boat, and he dug around in the boy's pockets until he found two of the snake leaves. Where was the third? He dove overboard and started swimming around under the waves until at last he saw a fish with a snake leaf in its mouth trying to eat it. He grabbed the snake leaf, said, Sorry, fish. And swam back to the boat. I didn't know it was a snake leaf. Well, you could just tell, you know, snake leaves are very distinctive. What do you think snake leaves look like? I have no clue. I honestly Ooh, have no clue. But like, I have no clue either. Wait, go ahead. What? They're purple and red. Everybody knows. Everybody that. knows that snake leaves are purple and red. 
He placed one snake leaf on each of the boy's eyes and one on his mouth. And as soon as he did, the boy came back to life. The servant told the boy all that had happened and everything he had heard from the princess. They decided to row back to the kingdom as fast as they could. They rowed faster and faster, knowing that they had to reach the king before the princess did. They rowed for three whole days until finally they arrived on the shores of the kingdom. They entered the palace cautiously and discovered that the princess had not yet arrived. The king was surprised to see the boy without the princess and wanted to know what was going on. So the boy explained it all, and he had the servant repeat exactly what he had heard the princess say. Well, the king did not want to believe that his daughter was capable of such treachery, but he said, We'll soon see if this is true. I have heard she is coming home this very hour. Here, hide in this room. And the king led the boy and the servant to a hidden chamber right next to the throne room. Soon the princess came before the king, followed by the sea captain. Where is the boy, your husband? demanded the king. The princess began to weep. Oh, father, there was a terrible storm at sea, and the boy, my husband, oh, he was lost. But this brave sea captain saved me. Now, I ask you to let me marry him as a reward for his courage. What are you guys thinking right now? You're like covering your face with your hands. Why? Because <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> and he uh, cheated on she cheated on him, I know. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to hold in my anger so, like... She is infuriating, isn't yes. she? But the king said, There is no need for you to marry the sea captain. And the princess said, Uh, what? The king went on, I can bring your husband back to life. And he opened the door of the adjacent room, and out came the boy and his servant. When the princess saw him, she dropped to her knees. The boy shouted, You liar! The princess began to beg for mercy. It's true! I betrayed him! But please, have mercy on me. But the king said, He was willing to die for you, and he brought you back to life. For your betrayal, your punishment shall be... Buried alive. Buried alive? What do you guys think? What should the punishment be? Maybe... You should be banished from the kingdom. Banished from the kingdom? Get killed. Get killed? I don't know, because, like, the prince will probably still want to marry her. So, it can't be that she dies. You think the prince is still going to want to marry her after that? He might. Maybe. Wow. The king proclaimed their punishment, that the princess and the sea captain were to be put back onto the ship, holes were to be drilled in the bottom, and they were to be sent out to sea in the middle of a storm. All of which was done, and the princess and the sea captain drowned. And the boy lived with the king for many years. And when the king died, the boy became king. And he lived happily ever after. So he got rich. He did make a fortune. <laughs> he totally did. Like he said he was going to. I would be heartbroken, though. You would be heartbroken about your princess? Yes. Because of her betrayal? Yes. It was a terrible betrayal, wasn't it? Did he ever find another princess? Yeah, I imagine he probably did. I don't know. I really like the part with the fish. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, fish. <laughs> Glad you like that. Grim, Grimmer, Grimmest is a Pinna original production, created, written, and narrated by me, Adam Gidwitz, author of A Tale Dark and Grim, produced and edited by Ilana Milner, casting and voice direction by Paula Gammon-Wilson, sound design and mixing by Beat Street NYC, 
Location recording by Jason Gambrell and Evan Viola. Characters voiced by Allison Lee Rosenfeld, Billy Bob Thompson, Sanofia Mitchell, David Wills, George Lambert, H.D. Quinn, Kaylin Lee Clinton, Kylie Claxton, Lori Hines, Mark Thompson, Marka Bartolo, and Tom Weiland. Special thanks to the staff and students at Brooklyn Friends School and Manhattan Country School. You guys are awesome. When you listen to scary stories, do you feel a tingle run up your spine? And do you sort of, well, love it? If the answer is yes, then join R.L. Stein's Story Club today. I'm Ivy, the wickedly cool gatekeeper to horror master R.L. Stein's secret story vault. The spectacular tales I share with R.L. Stein Story Club members will give you chills and thrills galore. So what are you waiting for? Listen to R.L. Stein Story Club on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. R.L. Stein and I are waiting for you.